my life, I've always wanted to help people. Fast forward 40 plus years on this planet and I'm running the holistic clinic of my dreams. I founded the supplement company of my dreams and I'm stepping into each day like it's a dream. Now, I get to help even more people through this podcast and I want you to have the tools to feel your best, to optimize, to figure out what's going wrong and how to course correct. I believe in you so much. Knowledge is power, and we're going to transform your life together. School of Doza is in session. Hello to the best community I could ever dream of. I am so proud of you. Every week, I hear more of you that you are incorporating some of these tips and improving your health, and I'm seeing how you feel. You're seeing it in the lab markers. You're seeing it in how you look. You're seeing it in people telling you there is something different about you today. Well, keep going. I am rooting for you. Before we get into today's episode, and man, I am so excited for it, I want to remind you that if you ever want to try any of our supplements, go to idovitamins.com, and this is where you want to go try some of our favorites like Liver Love. Today's one we're going to talk about is Bliss. Now, Bliss is one of my favorite supplements because it directly helps produce dopamine as well as serotonin. And we're going to get into the science behind why it does that. But for some people, they need this more than others, right? So for me, I use it as a pick-me-up in the afternoon or when I'm feeling down every once in a while on the weekends, I pick this up instead of picking up more caffeine and it does do the trick. So if you want to try that, use discount code NURSEDOZA. It's methylated. It helps support the MTHFR gene. And it's uh, called SAMe and TMG, and we'll get into that here in a little bit as well. But I know sometimes I forget to tell you about some of the supplements because later on y'all tell me, well, just tell me what to take. And for the people out there who want a supplement and they want a solution, boom, you got it right there. But for the other people who want the lifestyle changes, I highly encourage you to continue listening to the rest of the episode because when you take your bliss, you're going to know how to take it and what to look for and how it's affecting you in a positive way. So... Let's get to it. Today's episode is all about increasing dopamine. First thing is, what is dopamine? Dopamine is a neurotransmitter slash hormone. The reason why we love dopamine and why we talk about it all the time is because dopamine is directly involved in focus, motivation, reward, pleasure, and happiness. I could make the case that dopamine is the happy hormone that's not serotonin, that it's actually dopamine. And A lot of times when people fluctuate in their dopamine production throughout life, they do not function well in life. So it's very important that we maintain a steady, healthy production of dopamine and we do it in healthy ways. So let's get into it, classes in session. The first way to healthy, a first healthy way to increase your dopamine. The first tip for increasing your dopamine is to take vitamin B9. Vitamin B9 is deficient for most people. It's right up there with a B vitamin that you should be taking on a daily basis. And for a lot of people, B9 is essential because for me, I'm low in it. Now, I've measured my B9 levels. They're usually known as folate. And if you measure your folate levels in lab work, a lot of people will be deficient. I'll be honest, I don't eat vegetables. I don't eat a lot of green leafy foods. I never have. So my B9 was very low. And B9, I come to find when I'm older is directly involved in the production and regulation of dopamine. 
Now, B9 is needed for that dopamine production. And I, if I imagine it, most people are deficient because we've checked thousands of labs and people. And a lot of people are very deficient in folate. Then it's a very simple fix. You just take vitamin B9. But it's not just that simple. There's lots of B vitamins out there. But for some people, supporting their dopamine means they have to take a very special kind of B9. Now, the special kind of vitamin B9 that you want is not folic acid. Now, I want to be very clear about this. If you go to the supplement you know, store, maybe you go to the grocery store, wherever you get your supplements from online, we know that there's different forms of vitamin B9 out there. And for some people, it's all about the type of B9 that you take because it can make the biggest difference. The B9 you want to take is 5-MTHF. All right, It's methylated folate, not folic acid. Folic acid is an inferior form of vitamin B9. You should never go near that. And a lot of the inferior supplements out there will have these B9 folic acid in there. And for people like me, I don't methylate very well. And methylation is an essential part of detoxification and DNA repair. It also helps with neurotransmitter production, like dopamine production. And for me, I had genetically have a harder time doing this. The methylation process of helping me make dopamine requires vitamin B9, but it requires the methylated form 5 MTH, and it really is important that I do not take folic acid because my body won't know what to do with it, and it might even cause more harm. So if my B9 levels are low, I started taking B9. This was years ago. Guess what happened? My mood improved, and I thought that was really interesting because I kind of found out that when I take B vitamins, especially B9, it really helps my mood, and it helps my focus. It helps my cognition. And it was almost like the lights came on, right? Like you imagine that you've been deficient in some nutrient that allows you to make dopamine, right? Now, what dopamine does for most people is it allows you to get off the couch and go to work. It allows you to get off the couch and go to the gym. And without enough dopamine, you're not going to be motivated to do anything. So welcome to my 20s, right? <laughs> and if you imagine you talk about depression, let's talk about depression. Low dopamine is depression. And I imagine for most people out there, you can call it ADHD, you can call it depression, you can call it anxiety. Dopamine is involved. But the thing is, dopamine is needed. Like, I have to have dopamine in order to even think in the morning, right? I can't even focus unless I have my dopamine in the morning. And, and unfortunately, a cup of dopamine doesn't come out of the brewer. And you can't get a cup of coffee and say, well, now I got my caffeine fix and now that should take care of everything. Caffeine is not what's going to give me the dopamine production I need. B9 is going to do it. So if I get coffee first in the morning instead of vitamin B9, I found out the hard way that that doesn't help my focus in the long run because then I'm rushing for more coffee in the afternoon. If I take vitamin B9 in the morning, especially the methylated kind, I have sustainable energy throughout the day. And what's interesting is I tend to not have a crash throughout the day. And I really enjoy this. I figured this out about seven years ago that if I started replacing my vitamin B9 with the methylated kind, I started having better focus. I said, this is a non-negotiable for me at this point. And if it's for you, then you need to get the right kind of B9, start supplementing with it, and see what happens after a week or two. I have tons of studies that show that vitamin B9 has helped all kinds of psychiatric disorders. And in fact, it might even be neuroprotective in the long run. So think about that for the people who are looking at longevity issues. And especially for those who have MTHFR issues, the methylated issues, you probably have issues with your B9. You probably need to take more B9, or maybe you need to check your B9 levels to see if you're one of those people that maybe over-metabolizes as well.
but B9, that's the first one for dopamine. The second tip for increasing dopamine is to take vitamin B6. Vitamin B6 is just as important as vitamin B9. And I found out in my lab work too, I'm just as low in vitamin B6. And I found that a lot of people are low in B6. Vitamin B6 helps make dopamine. And without vitamin B6, you don't make dopamine. That's interesting, right? And without vitamin B6, you also don't make serotonin. So think about this. Most people are malnourished. They're vitamin D deficient. They're deficient in B vitamins. Well, imagine they're deficient in B9 and B6. Those are two B vitamins that directly contribute to dopamine production. And like I said ago, I started taking vitamin B9. I started noticing my focus. When I started taking vitamin B6, I was even more happier than before. And I was like, wow, the lights came on before. Now I'm like running on all cylinders. Everyone talks about B12. I'm talking about B6 and B9. That's what you really need. And people who get the B12 injections that take B12 because you think you need energy, you're deficient in B12, but you're probably deficient in B9 and B6. It's, I mean, pernicious anemia is very common amongst people. That, that's the reason why they do B12 injections. But go look it up. Pernicious anemia also involves B9 deficiency. And if you're deficient in B12 and B9, I'm going to assume that you're deficient in B6 as well. So if I look at B6 deficiency, could I call that depression? B6 deficiency, could I call that anxiety? B6 deficiency, could I call that insomnia? Could I call that dementia? Yes, I could. There's evidence that shows that loss of B6 contributes to loss of dopamine. And you imagine that in the long run, your dopamine will deplete. And if you can't increase your healthy production of dopamine over time, what we have found is when you're older, you will not be able to function. And we've also found that when people take dopamine supplements, they're doing it because they understand what the dopamine does for them. But let's just break down into what dopamine can do for you. Dopamine will give you that focus and motivation you need. However, people, when they don't have it, they go reach for it in other places. Let's say um, caffeine is one of them. Cigarettes used to be one, right? They used to promote it as a stimulant. Um, Adderall, uh, a medication for ADHD, is a stimulant. It's methamphetamine, um, or amphetamines is what I should say. And when you think about the stimulant aspect, stimulants go into the brain, and what they do is they help you release more dopamine. Now, I have to go back and double check this, but if you really think about this, I don't want to just increase the release of more dopamine. I want to produce more dopamine. Hey everyone, have you ever wanted to drink your multivitamins? Well, the great news is that we have something just for you. It's called Boost. And I've had one of these every day for the last seven years, and I stopped drinking coffee years ago. Boost is a great way to get natural energy. There's electrolytes, there's amino acids, and tons of B vitamins in there, and it comes in a travel convenient to go packet. Each box comes with 30 servings for a month's long worth of energy. Go to idovitamins.com forward slash boost. Use code Nurse Doza for a great discount. Right? And here's why I think dopamine is, is, is kind of this misunderstood hormone because it, it is a hormone. It's also a neurotransmitter, but it's a hormone. And when you supplement for dopamine, you're basically supplementing to help balance out your hormones. And dopamine has a direct connection to all these other metabolic hormones like leptin, and insulin. And so if you think about how dopamine plays a role with even cortisol, I mean, dopamine comes from the brain. It also comes from the adrenal glands. And the adrenal glands are a big, big place for production of dopamine. And dopamine will eventually get converted into things like adrenaline in the adrenal glands, hence the name. 
So you imagine over the course of your lifetime, how much adrenaline have you produced? Um, over the course of a lifetime, how many times have you scared yourself or gone to a scary movie or rode a roller coaster or have had a deadline that you, was, you were under the gun for? Did you go to grad school, <laughs> right? All these things mean, meant that you increase your dopamine production and release. And when you ran out of both, you went reaching for it in other places. Adderall was a great replacement because Adderall can stimulate the release of dopamine. But once you release all your dopamine, you're out. And then you have to take more Adderall. And imagine if that's not enough, your tolerance goes up, right? Because with dopamine, there's also a reward system that we haven't gotten into. So let's get in that right now. Dopamine is interesting because besides giving you focus and motivation, it gives us pleasure and reward. So imagine that you lack your dopamine, which means you have ADHD and you're, you're lacking focus and you're out of your Adderall prescription, right? Or you <laughs> borrow some from a friend, right? And you're out. So you're like, well, I know besides Adderall, the other thing that increases my dopamine is cocaine, right? I mean, this is, this is very simple. Cocaine will increase your dopamine release and it also increases your sensitivity to that dopamine release because here's the thing. Imagine dopamine is a hormone just like insulin, just like testosterone. You have amounts that you want to save up and not use over the course of your lifetime. But if you get stressed out at an earlier age, you use up a bunch and you release a bunch of that hormone. Dopamine is a prime example. You could have dopamine resistance the same way you have insulin resistance. Because if you spike your insulin from all the foods you're eating, you're basically addicted to sugar instead of cocaine or instead of alcohol, right? So like I said, this is all talking about the dopamine receptors on our body now. Dopamine will get released in the body and there's receptors for dopamine all throughout the body. Dopamine is essential to our focus, our function, our attention, our, our, our overall mood. However, if we run out of dopamine at an early age or we can't keep up with production, we will go search for it in other ways. Cocaine, alcohol, sex, promiscuous activities, um, little hits off of our social media, you know, blue light, phone screens, late nights. All these things increase our dopamine too much almost in fact. Because it helps us release whatever little bit we have left. But imagine if you're malnourished and you don't have B9 or B6, you're not even making the dopamine. And so if you imagine you're taking Adderall, you're doing cocaine, you're drinking alcohol, you're eating a bunch of sugar, you're just getting little bit of hits of, of dopamine release. But imagine I'm like, oh, you, if you took B6 and B9, you wouldn't need the sugar. You wouldn't need the alcohol. My thought is if you already produce enough dopamine on your own from healthier sources, you wouldn't have to be addicted to sugar because you're not addicted to sugar. You're addicted to dopamine. And replace the word addiction with I need dopamine in order to function. I'm, a, I'm, I'm functioning with dopamine. And if I function with dopamine, I'm able to get my promotion. I'm able to complete grad school. I'm, I'm able to move. I'm able to travel long hours, work long hours. I can do anything I want. And it keeps me happy. If I have healthy enough dopamine production, I'm happy. And I've realized personally, and I've seen this with clients too, vitamin B6 and B9 over the years will help make dopamine for people to keep them happy. And the third tip for increasing healthy dopamine is to take SAMe. SAMe is what it's found in our bliss, is what we talked about at the beginning of the show. S-adenosin, L-methionine, also known as SAMe, has been known as a natural antidepressant for years. And what's fascinating about it is it's a naturally occurring substance that is still, people they say don't know how it works. I'll tell you how it works. 
SAMe is directly involved in the methylation process that takes an amino acid like methionine and helps convert it to an amino acid peptide like glutathione, an antioxidant. Well, in the process of doing that, it uses vitamin B9 and B6. And out of all that, it also helps regulate things like dopamine production. So when you take SAMe, get this. SAMe helps you make dopamine. SAMe helps you make other neurotransmitters like serotonin. In fact, SAMe even helps convert serotonin over to melatonin. In fact, SAMe helps convert dopamine over to norepinephrine. And if I make the case that some people are malnourished, their nu nutritional deficiency includes B9 and B6, I could make the case that it also includes SAMe. Now, anyone that has a problem with nutrition has a problem with neurotransmitter production. I'm just going to assume that. Anyone that has a problem with neurotransmitter production, I'm going to assume as well, they also have a problem with their MTHFR gene. And you keep hearing me talk about this MTHFR gene. It's the methylation gene. I don't want to get too scientific on you, but for the people who want to study this, the MTHFR gene is fascinating. It is part of our DNA. Everyone has this gene. It's located throughout all our organs, and it helps each organ function to its highest potential. And genetically, we have found through science and lab testing that some people genetically, when you say that term genetically, I have problems with, et cetera. Well, genetically, the MTHFR is the culprit. And what we've found through practice is the meth methylation cycle and the MTHFR gene are heavily involved in every function of the human body. That's why I'm so passionate about this, because years ago, when we talked about depression, we weren't talking about dopamine. We were talking about serotonin. Now we're finally talking about dopamine. And years ago, when people were on Prozac and Zoloft, they were just increasing and doubling the dosage of the Prozac and the Zoloft. But those are serotonin select reuptake inhibitors. What was fascinating is they weren't addressing the dopamine. They would switch them to Wellbutrin, and all of a sudden now they're on a selective norepinephrine uptake inhibitor. And they're saying, hey, they're getting better with this type of antidepressant. Either way, I'm saying, well, it doesn't matter if there's Prozac, the Zoloft, the Wellbutrin. What about their SAMe? What about their B6? What about their B9? Well, back then, I didn't know about SAMe, but I heard about something called Deplin. Deplin was a medication that was vitamin B9, methylated B9. And some doctor that I was rotating with years ago said, instead of increasing their antidepressants, add a medicinal nutritional uh, supplement and their mood will improve. And that was vitamin B9. Well, take me back to now here, and I say, well, on that same person who's depressed all the time, I would say, instead of increasing their medications, have we increased their vitamin B9, their B6? Have we incorporated SAMe? And what's fascinating about SAMe is that this has been known. You go to the UK, they've been using this for years as a traditional sense. And if I go and I look up SAMe and I look up all of its sources, it comes back to this methylation thing over and over again. And then I'm looking at antioxidant production. And like I said, it goes in this whole other part of how we function. But just keep this in mind. If you have an issue with SAMe or your MTHFR gene, you most likely have a problem with your dopamine. And this is what I found out when I took Bliss for the first time years ago. I thought the lights came on with B9 and B6. It happened faster with Bliss. When you take Bliss, for some people like me, the effects are almost immediate. I can take Bliss and I can feel the effects within 20 or 30 minutes. This is the SAMe we're talking about with the Bliss now. Now, I wondered why I felt it. And I go and I look at it. SAMe is the biggest methyl donor. And the SAMe that we have also has trimethylglycine, another key ingredient to help you support the methylation cycle in your MTHFR gene. And I found out that by taking the SAMe and the TMG and the Bliss, 
myself, me personally, I was supporting my MTHFR gene, which meant that I was helping my MTHFR gene in the production and regulation of dopamine and other neurotransmitters. And this was happening for other people because other people would say, well, not only were they taking bliss, but they were taking it before bedtime. And they said it was helping them with their sleep. And I go do the research. Well, SAMe helps convert serotonin to melatonin. And I guess these people knew this at night, so they started doing this. And then I gave bliss to a, a couple of friends of mine, and they said it helped them poop better. The MTHFR gene that we keep talking about, the methylation gene, it occurs in the liver predominantly. So you imagine taking bliss could be one of the biggest liver supporters that we have for, as far as our supplements out there, and it also happens to support your neurotransmitter production. But like I said, with bliss, I'll give it to 10 different people, and 10 different reactions will occur. Six or seven people will have you know increase of mood and focus. They'll use this bliss in the afternoon to help them finish the day because they don't want to reach for another coffee. Remember, you're not caffeine deficient. You could be SAMe deficient or B6 or B9 deficient. But if you're reaching for the bliss, other people say it helps them poop better. And I'm like, wow, this is incredible. You might take the bliss and you might not feel anything within the first 20, 30 minutes like I do. Some people feel it right away. Other people don't. It's a subtle kind of feeling. It's a very subtle feeling because when you increase your dopamine and your serotonin in a healthy way, it's sustainable. If I have sustainable serotonin and dopamine throughout the day, especially the dopamine, I am focused. I'm getting my to-do list done. I'm completing all my deadlines. I feel accomplished, right? And that feeling you get when you cross off the to-do list, right? You're a dopamine person. You, you thrive off of dopamine. It helps you accomplish your goals. And without enough dopamine, you can't even finish your 12-hour days of work. So you imagine taking bliss, taking B6, B9, all these are ways to increase your dopamine production. Another one that's very simple to take is copper. The fourth way to increase your dopamine production is take copper. Copper is a trace mineral, and I found through testing that a lot of people are deficient in copper. A lot of people are deficient in copper. Copper directly helps you convert L-DOPA to dopamine. And I have tons of studies that show that dopamine deficiency is directly related to dietary copper intake. And if you think about how essential copper is for most people, let's just go back to, we're talking about nutrition. We are talking about the idea that you are what you eat. And if you eat processed foods, that's one way you're getting your dopamine, but it's not the true way to get it. Because if you ate true, true healthy food, it would be full of copper, it'd be full of vitamin B6, vitamin B9, and most of the foods that we find at the fast food drive-thru do not have vitamin B6 and B9 in it unless it's fortified. The sodas that we consume are not full of copper, and you imagine that if we don't have enough copper over time, what does that do to our overall health? Tons of things. If I don't have enough copper, which I probably did not have at an earlier age, I was not consuming a lot of copper. Was that a direct contributor to my low dopamine production at an early age? Yes. I'm essentially not only looking at myself, I'm looking at most every single human that I have talked to in the last 12 years in practice. One of the biggest things people come into our practice and see me for is because they want more energy and they're tired all the time. And that's a very open-ended statement because if you, I say, what can I help you with? And you say, well, I'm tired all the time. I need help. I have to imagine like, okay, why are you tired all the time? The first thing I think about when I go to is I think about your adrenal glands and I think about your dopamine production. If you are tired all the time, I think about your adrenal glands, your dopamine production, and your sleep. 
if I think you're tired all the time, I think your adrenals, your dopamine, and your sleep are all off, and they have to be in collaboration with one another and have to be reset. If you're not taking copper, you have to go out of your way to find it. Most supplements don't have it. You have to go supplement with copper. And honestly, if you're supplementing with it, you can overdo it, just like with any trace minerals. That's why I don't highly recommend it all the time. However, within reason, there's a lot of multivitamins out there that already have copper added to it. You just have to find those. And you take it with the B6, the B9, the methylated kind. Let's say you up your game, you incorporate bliss into your supplement routine. I'm saying like I take SAMe because I know it's doing something for me. If I take fish oil and vitamin D, for sometimes it doesn't do anything for me. Some people it helps with pain. But when I take bliss, I know it's doing something for me. When I take B6, B9, you know, I'm, I know it's doing something for me. When people take copper, I know it's doing something for me. So take copper. Take something. Try one of these things and see what it does for you. And if you want one more thing because you want a little more evidence on why you should support your dopamine, let's talk about your genetics again. There's a gene called the COMT gene. The fifth way for increasing dopamine is to support the COMT gene. I talked about the methylation gene. There's an MTHFR gene. The gene that plays off of that is called the COMT gene. The COMT gene helps you make dopamine. This gene is designed to make dopamine for your body and regulate it. And actually, it also helps break down dopamine because what we found is some people are really good at making dopamine. Other people aren't. We call those people depressed. But if you're hyper and you're energetic all the time, you make a lot of dopamine. You know these people. They don't need any more coffee, right? Well, those people overproduce dopamine. And what happens after a while, they come crashing down or they become manic. All right, let's talk about bipolar and schizophrenia. You could make the case that bipolar and schizophrenia is an overproduction of dopamine as opposed to Parkinson's, which is a deficiency of dopamine production. So like I said, dopamine is very important to overall brain health. But if you have an overproduction of dopamine, you could be schizophrenic. You could have man manic depressive mode and you could be bipolar. And you've had these mood swings in people too. They just go from low mood to happy mood. It's because their dopamine swings from low to high. And when it swings from low to high, you have to imagine that your dopamine has to come crashing down. And this COMT gene helps regulate that dopamine coming down. And if this gene's off, if it's sped up, it slows down in any way, your dopamine regulation and breakdown is too much. And if you have dopamine too much in your frontal cortex, that's schizophrenia. That's bipolar. And dopamine loves to go to the frontal cortex because it helps with behavior, helps with focus, right? Motivation, ignition. If you have too much dopamine going right here, this person is scatterbrained, right? That's why I said it's all about regulating healthy production of dopamine. Regulating the COMT gene is essential. Regardless of whether you, you need it or not, you should probably think about it because it's a very simple approach, quercetin. Quercetin is a supplement you've probably heard in the last couple of years. Quercetin has been shown to help support the COMT gene. And for some people who are maybe a little too manic, maybe a little too hyper, you kind of wonder, well, what else is there I can do about it? Well, your brain's on fire. It's being overactive. You kind of have to slow it down and allow the body to kind of break things down and go back to a, a, basal, a base level. People with manic and, and, and bipolar and schizophrenia, they sometimes have hard times doing that. 
And it's fascinating because I, I think there's research articles here that show that when you support the COMT gene and the MTHFR gene, it can help support things like bipolar. Our findings support preliminary evidence that the COMT gene and the MTHFR genes interact in bipolar uh, two. And they both imply the connection of both dopaminergic pathways and methylation pathways, and they're directly involved in bipolar. So I'm saying, you imagine these genetics that sometimes we have, sometimes we can't do anything about them, but we can help support the body to help override poor genetics. The COMT gene is one of those genes that everyone should be supporting because everyone makes dopamine. And if you want a little more research to look at, the COMT gene, the other responsibility the COMT gene, COMT gene has is it helps uh, regulate estrogen. Dopamine and estrogen come from the same gene, COMT gene, and you can support both of it. Go look up quercetin and what it does for estrogen production. It helps support it. All right. This was a lot of information. We really talked about supplements. We talked about supplements because I know this to be true. In conclusion, supplementation with the right kind of vitamins and the right kind of ingredients can help support a person's production of dopamine in a very healthy way. And if you support this person's production of dopamine in a healthy way, they will function at their highest level possible. The supplement I would highly suggest you try first is our Bliss. It has the SAM E and TMG in it. If you want to try it, I would try it one or two a day. We have a small five pack and we also have a 30 day supply. Try it for a week. Try it for 30 days. Use code, uh, use code Nurse Doza. Go to IDUVitamins.com and tell me what you think about it because you will notice something within the first couple weeks and it might be subtle. It might be game changing. Either way, it's fun for me to hear all your stories. I want to hear more. And if you want our bi-weekly newsletter, it's a Q&A style. I know you're going to love it. Please go to nursedoza.com and please sign up. Be well. Until next time, class is concluded. Keep working on your health.